White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Red Echo, Grand Slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter. It is at Ecknerwall23. That is Lawrence spelled backwards. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill, and the show is at Locked On Sox. Go there to YouTube and subscribe on our page we're almost at the 500 level so you get a free well one of you guys will get a free locked on socks prize pack once we hit our level 312-566-8727 is the way you can leave us a voice message or go to locked on socks at gmail.com to leave us an email who i mean it's oakland so I was expecting this, but how are you doing, Chris? You know what? I'm actually not horrendous uh, because it appears well, we'll be done with this show by midnight, although we uh, uh, experience some, some technical problems right now. But uh, it's fine because we're brought to you by our friends at Locked On MLB. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews. Routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts. Subscribe today on Locked On MLB on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, White Sox losers tonight in Oakland by a score of 5-1. to one. And a quick news item here. Adam Engel goes one for three against the the formidable Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp down there in Jacksonville. Uh, but uh, he got, got himself on base tonight, and hopefully he'll be with the big club soon because uh, there's a little, some the shaky defense out there uh, makes you long for Adam Engel. I miss a lot of the guys, Herb. Uh, I miss Tim Anderson. I miss Lance Lynn. I miss Lucas Giolito. I miss, I miss, I miss a lot of the big league boys here. Um... But a couple of things here. The magic number is down to 14 as Cleveland loses 3 nothing to the Twins. Um, it is their 69th loss on the year for the uh, Cleveland baseball team. I can hear it. You guys can say it. <laughs> yeah. Not. All right. Yeah. So uh, they are 68 and 69. Um, but uh, a really funny thing happened here. Uh, I think the only redeeming quality of this game tonight is early on when they did the hashtag postcards from Oakland and one of my buddies uh, who I've uh, attended to Sox games in the past before a DJ friend of mine DJ Jesus face uh, was there in Oakland I believe he resides in in California these days but he got himself on the TV broadcast and he was able to get Gordon Beckham to say DJ Jesus face which was very entertaining for me Gustav first one in Oakland how about that DJ Jesus face. Yeah, I was going to leave that to you. <laughs> so, you know, if you're a DJ, that's just, that's gold right there. So I sent him the clip, and uh, I'm sure he'll be very happy to receive that. But uh, that was the only redeeming thing. Other than that, uh, Romy Gonzalez there getting his first big league hit. I mean, damn, what would you Romy, 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 Rome think? He'll probably be very excited to get his first big league hit down there in Oakland, but that was a cool moment. But uh, everything in between from the, the shout-out to my buddy there early and then Romy's hitting the ninth, not a lot of good things happening in between there. 
I guess, regrettably, we begin where we always begin with the man on the mound. And tonight, that was Dallas Keuchel. He goes five and two-thirds, eight hits, five runs. They were all earned, one walk, three strikeouts, and he gave up the home run uh, in that one. So what do we make of Dallas Keuchel's outing? I felt really good about him going into the game tonight. And then I saw White Sox Dave had the good vibes for Dallas going but before the game. And, you know, but just it was not – um, it was not meant to be this evening. What did you think of old Dallas? I thought, as we prescribed before the game yesterday, get him five, three earn, get him out of the game. Like, we see him time and time again when he faces these guys for the third time. They start seeing him right. Start. I mean, they were hitting the ball hard all night long, but some of these were dropping finally in the sixth inning. I thought, you know, we got through five. You gave up those three. We're still in the game. Thank you, Dallas. Appreciate it. Let's go to the bullpen. But bringing him out for the sixth, I was not a fan of. I even told Courtney here, I was like, this is not the move that I would do, but let's see how it works out. And, you know, sometimes those moves do work out for you. But today I had a strong feeling that he was going to pitch well, which up till five innings, I was fine with it. But that sixth inning was just the extra extra thing that just pushed over the top to make it a bad outing for him again. It, you know, we, as we talked about in most recent shows here, I'm still pretty high on this team, especially when everyone gets back and healthy, assuming they do. I'm, I'm sticking by my prediction of them winning the World Series because why wouldn't I? I'm not the type to, to back away from a prediction, even though I don't like making predictions, but I was asked by the network to make a prediction. But uh, when, when, you, when you wonder what's the pathway that this team is non-competitive in the postseason, and it's stuff like happened tonight, and, and I know – it's a 162, and we really haven't had many of these shows here where, where we sit here and, and get on the team for sloppy play, lackadaisical play. Uh, but it reared its ugly head a few times here in this ball game tonight. And, uh, you know, that that play there, there's a few of them here. In the fourth inning, Keuchel didn't have a, a whole lot of favors behind him defensively. That play, Robert not charging hard on that ball on that Jan Gomes single that allowed Canada yeah. to score. That's something you, you can't have that in the postseason. And I'm wondering if that's just an error made on, you know what, I'm not going 100% here because I haven't been going 100% since I returned from my injury. And that's, that's fine with me, to be honest with you. Um, but just not a very heads up play and then in the sixth inning Brian Goodwin misses the cutoff man on that pinder double and it allows Jan Gomes to score that's inexcusable right there and Gordon Beckham is a perfect man to have in the booth there because he kindly reminds everyone that's usually that's the second baseman's job to be the relay man on that play Cesar Hernandez was nowhere to be found uh, Gordon speculating that he did not think there was a play to be made at home but it uh, there certainly was a play to be made at home with Jan Gomes uh, as as the runner and a good throw, a good relay would have got him there. And I know it, you know, ultimately wouldn't have made a difference here as the Sox lose five to one. And if you you can't win many games by scoring just one run, but there's a lot of that stuff like that, man. And I don't know if it's just because it's September, we're getting down to the to the finish line here. But uh, that doesn't mean you can, you know, just stop playing heads up smart baseball, which by and large they've done all year. They're not the smartest team in the league, not the sharpest team defensively, but uh, stuff like that in a game where you're, you're in a Dallas Keuchel start. You, you can't have that in a Dallas Keuchel start, man, where you know you're going to give up some contact and he's, he's not going to miss a lot of bats. And when, when you know runs are going to be at a premium in Oakland, even though you, you put some on the board last night, but you know, just you can't have these excuse these these mistakes out there. And I think this team cannot appear in the postseason. And if they do, they're going to be a quick out. But I still have faith in them. But it's just not encouraging 
uh, effort last night, Herb, just by, by and large, you know, sloppy defense and, and things like that. Yeah, as you said, they're not going to be any official errors on the White Sox ledger for today, but we saw that game. We saw what you were talking about. That's got to be a better throw by Brian Goodwin. He, Jan Gomes is not a fast runner. A solid throw to a second baseman who would have been there and, you know, Cesar struggled. I didn't see him in the picture. Doesn't mean he wasn't there. Yeah, but still overthrew Jose. Is still overthrew Jose. Over, yeah. overthrew. Man, it's late. I no. I'm just. I'm trying to say the phrase over, overthrew Jose. Yeah, I guess that's right. <laughs> I am tired. I had the old yawn at at ten thirty again, and the eyes were getting heavy this time. How are you? Are you? How are you doing? Are you tired tonight? This this the second day is the rough one. That's like what they say when you're actual when so you're. Your eyes- when you're big, when you're a baseball team coming off a long road trip, like you have that adrenaline the first night, and then the second night is when you start to feel it. I'm starting to feel it here. But your yeah, eyes are getting weary. Your back's getting tight. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, oh, Queensboro uh, Bridge tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I we went to sleep early. Like I came home at like six thirty, and then I was like Ugh, until eight forty. I can't make it because. When I took over for you, I'm glad I got a chance to take over for you on the board today on the uh, Parkinson Spiegel show is because I was falling asleep in that other room. <laughs> it was so terrible cutting up Bears highlights. So I'm glad you left and I uh, hope everything went well with you, whatever you had yeah, to do. Yeah, I was at a, was a an, serious an, thing. A, no, an open house at my daughter's school today. So we could see what the second graders are working with this year. Just kind of, uh, you know, saying what's up to the teacher. And yeah, it was a good time, you, you know. Dedicated father. Oh, uh, you know what? I got, That's nice. Yeah, I got to be honest with you, man. I got to be better at that stuff because, like, I've, I've worked the afternoon show shift for almost a decade here and I've missed a lot of things like that but I'm trying to be better about it as, as my daughter gets older in school so both but I think we were like one of the only families with the, both parents there so like you know that that's good stuff right there uh, my wife certainly had it covered but I wanted to be there but thank you for filling in for me um but yeah that's uh you know the, the the mental errors in this ball game tonight is just uh, I, you know I, I hate seeing that because this team has the talent um, and you know sometimes it happens, so I try to weigh those things accordingly. Like, okay, it's the you know they don't make these mistakes often, and it, it wasn't careless. Some some of these are physical errors. Some of them are guys coming off of injuries, maybe not going one hundred percent, and that's fine. But uh, I can't see that again. But positive side. Win tomorrow. Win later on today, and you take a series in Oakland, and you you know. I don't want to say you salvage the road trip because you're not thrilled with, with what happened there in Kansas City, but you that's better than we thought they would do. But uh, they still got to come out and win later today. Um, other things in this ball game here, let's let's talk about uh, about this offense here uh, a little bit. The Marine layer, as you mentioned yesterday, that certainly reared its ugly head a couple times here. I think for both teams, though, you know, Moncada hit one really hard there late in the game where I, you know, he thought he got it, and I think it was Josh Harrison who hit one really hard. He thought he got it. He was styling and profiling on that one, uh, you know. So that Brown Dowell's double, yeah. Looked like yeah, he got it. Uh, yeah, well, the wall scraper there, you know, and uh, Yasmani Grandal, folks. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Why do you like him? Because he gets on base. You're damn right he does. I, spe- okay, speaking of Yasmani, uh, I can't recall a, a, a Sox hitter being being this hot in recent memory. 
Like I don't know if you if you can recall one at the top of mind, you know, I, I, like you know, can't. just he's got, got since he came off the IL, he's got almost uh, I think it is well over like a, like a seven hundred OBP I think mm-hmm. <laughs> since he came off uh, the IL. It's it's ridiculous what he's doing right now. You wish he would save a little something for the postseason, but there's no uh, guarantee that he won't. Uh, but he's ramping it up, and I I can't remember a, a, a hitter this hot like Albert Bell in in ninety eight. I don't know, you know what I mean. But this for I'm, not as as great as Yaz is right now for this like brief stretch here. It's a really remarkable. I mean, if you guys have anybody locked on socks at gmail dot com or three one two five six six eight seven two seven, any guy you've seen locked in like this, but I haven't. It was like a one two count in that first at bat that he had in the second inning. And there was a filthy slider lower the in on the uh, plate. Almost got called a strike, but he spit on it. He was like, nope, that's not a strike. And then Montas throws a 97-mile-per-hour fastball outside and high. And Yasmani just crushed that ball like he knew it was coming. The guy's just seeing things very well. And I said on Lawrence's show earlier yesterday that the bats that he was having on Tuesday night where – he saw a slow, a slow curveball coming in, and he just, you know, tried to hit it over third base, and he almost got it over there. He's just seeing the ball really well right now. The second hit he had, I think, in the fourth or fifth inning, where he beats the shift because he hits this rocket right past the second baseman and shortstop. He's just seeing the ball really well, and I haven't seen a hitter be this locked in with everything and every time he comes up to the plate i'm saying okay he's gonna have a quality bat even the bat that he struck out on i was like all right that was still a decent bat frankie montas was out there dealing last night we'll talk about him and the offense and everything else here that led to the loss here on locked on white Sox. this episode of locked on white Sox is brought to you by molecule mattress friends you ever wonder what it's like to share a bed with a pro bowl quarterback an olympic swimmer and a national women's soccer star oh I bet you have. Let me explain, though. Those are just some of the many athletes who are sleeping on a Molecule mattress, and they've called it their best sleep ever. But hey, I'm no athlete. I'm just a podcaster. I am a bit of a hot sleeper, tend to toss and turn, sometimes wake up with a stiff neck. Well, now, Molecule Sleep Scientists literally created the world's most perfect mattress. It's unlike any other mattress in a box. It's cool to the touch, not like other foam mattresses. It has six times the airflow of my old mattress, so it keeps me cool all night long it has zone reflex layers which adjust to you and all your weird sleeping positions so you never awaken with a stiff neck or sore back and best of all it's antimicrobial molecule mattress is how elite athletes sleep and now you can sleep just like them and get the best sleep ever sleep on your molecule mattress risk-free for 100 nights and if you don't love your deepest most restorative sleep ever return it visit on molecule.com and save 20 percent with our promo code locked on again save 20 percent with our promo code locked on at onmolecule.com that's onmolecule.com promo code locked on this episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at DirecTV. Welcome aboard, DirecTV. Does this sound familiar to you guys out there? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff, right? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally 
get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Direct TV, get your TV together. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Let's get back to Montas here for a second. The, the former, uh, you know what? I, I was going to say, I almost said former White Sox prospect in which he was, but I do remember uh, seeing, I think, believe the lone game that he pitched, I think it was one of our games that we saw. I think it was the last day that the White Sox were on the score. I, I don't know if you were in San Diego then, but I remember uh, it was a game against the Tigers. I remember seeing uh, Frankie Montas take the rubber for the for the White Sox in the last game of the season there. Uh, he but pitched he, uh, seven games for the White Sox. Seven games, okay. Yeah, so... So yeah, my my math was right there. It was 2015, a uh, great time that we had there in, in the booth and that that day and in the score suite. But he goes uh, seven innings, six hits, gives up just a one run, two walks, seven strikeouts. He was pretty damn good on a night where the the A's bullpen has been struggling a bit of late, and it was cl- pretty clear they were trying to they were pushing him because they needed him to go out there for his team and uh, and give them a solid performance. And he did. He was you know. He, He's he's a really good pitcher, man. This is not breaking news here to anyone who follows the the, the league here, but it's not just like oh, he killed his former team here. No, Frankie Montas has uh, put himself uh, together a nice big league career, and he was really good tonight and in a night where. Uh, his team needed him, and he was able to induce three double plays early, which really uh, killed the Sox in this one. Yeah, and I like, uh, I don't know if Jason was doing it on purpose. He's like, yeah, Frankie Montas uh, suspended for 80 games a couple of years ago. He's come back, and he's been filthy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. see, kids, this is what you got to do. I mean, he's not he's not wrong if he was intimating that, but if he wasn't, that's what I got from it, but yeah, congratulations to Frankie Montas. When he was traded away from the White Sox, I was like, that's nothing big. I'm not going to be sitting here four or five years <laughs> later and say, oh, man, they traded Frankie Montas. Now, Chris Bassett and Marcus Simeon have turned into all-stars. Maybe you can say you know, a little belly aching, but I don't think anybody at the time with the Smarja trade was like, man, we're giving up Chris Bassett and uh, Marcus Simeon, maybe a little bit Marcus Simeon, but none were saying Chris Bassett. But Frankie Montas turned himself into a piece that is kind of like the White Sox trade when they traded Adam Eaton over there to the Washington Nationals. You get, firstly, uh, Lucas Giolito, and he's turned into – uh, all-star he was the worst pitcher in baseball i don't know if you knew that tanny um i have heard that in the past worst pitcher in baseball yeah i have heard that before but yeah man um, then you get dane dunny doing what he did last year and then that turns to lance Lynn. and now this year ronaldo lopez makes that the cherry on top of the sunday because he's turning into the pitcher that they thought he was and that's what i'm thinking about frankie montas making the white Sox feel a little bad about that trade that they had for uh jesse barja but I have no fault for uh, Rick Vaughn there. Yeah, uh, Montas, part of the uh, the the Todd Father deal, wasn't oh, Todd he? Father, I was he wrong. was part of the three way trade, sending uh, Trace Thompson to the Dodgers, and then Todd Father comes over, and then Frankie Montas goes to uh, where he must have went to the. Did he go to the Dodgers and then to the A's? I'm trying to remember here. There's no way to know. There's no way we could look this up. But I believe anecdotally here, he was part of that Todd Father trade, and without 
that trade going down, oh, God knows where we'd be, uh, you know, had, had Rick Hahn been allowed to keep all his prospects and not double down for bad players who are past their prime. Who knows where this team would be? Oh, thank God they, they did. You are right. I was wrong. <laughs> so where did he go, though? Like, he went from this, like, how did the, 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 the three-way trade go? So, so Trace Thompson goes from the Sox to the Dodgers. Todd Frazier goes from the the Reds to the White Sox, obviously. And so who did the Reds get? <laughs> All right, so here's it. Frankie Montas was traded as a part of a three-team trade, the White Sox, with Micah Johnson, Trace Thompson. Micah Johnson. Okay. To the Dodgers. I'm getting my uh, middle infielder, black middle infielder, so mixed up, <laughs> Micah Johnson and Marcus Simeon. Um, Los Angeles Dodgers sent Brandon Dixon, Jose Peraza, Scott Shebler to the Reds. The Reds sent the Todd father to the White Sox. Okay. So disregard all the stuff I just said. No, that's fine. But they still traded those guys. So and, you know, you were right on Samarja. Bassett was in the Samarja trade, I believe. Was it Bassett and and uh, Simeon? Is that who was in the Samarja yeah. trade? Yeah. So yeah, and uh, he was part of the Avicel Garcia, uh, Jose Iglesias trade mm. in 2013 from the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Rick Hahn was certainly a very busy boy uh, back in the day, uh, and here we are Jake now. Jake too. I forgot to put the Jake Meister. Well, you can't forget him. Uh, God, don't quit. God bless it, Dirtbags. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, this is uh, just a, a frustrating night, and you talk about the white-hot Yasmani Grandal, uh, a guy who was on the opposite end of that spectrum, Andrew Vaughn, that that at-bat there in the fifth inning, uh, strikes out swinging at the high fastball, didn't really look comfortable at all against Montas and really hasn't looked like himself, and – I say himself is, you know, the, the guy that he sort of evolved into, not like, you know, Andrew Vaughn's this known commodity who we've seen for years, but it was pretty clear he was starting to be more comfortable at the major league level, and now it feels like he's sort of hitting the, a rookie wall, and again, this is different than any, any other year. He, this is his first professional season, didn't play at all last year other than in Schaumburg, so, you know, it's got it's got to be tough for these young guys, and you, and you just hope that maybe he can pick up the pieces here and, and regroup. He's still got a few weeks for the postseason starts because they're going to need him out there uh, but he just does not look comfortable uh, at all here um and yeah. i think your guy uh steve stone came on with you guys a couple days ago and said they found a hole in andrew vaughn swing uh the pitchers uh, who are going against them it's pretty much high and inside i mean as a guy who is what 510 that high fastball he's not laying off of and they're exploiting it or he's just popping up we saw today uh um, Frankie Montas throw a couple 97 mile per hour fastballs right past him, just down the middle. Um, They're elevated a little bit, but he's struggling right now. I think Jim Margulis, Sox Machine, uh, wrote that he is two of 53. I don't know if that is with runners in scoring position for the year, or that's two for 53 for uh, his two for his last 53. But he's scuffling right now. Yeah, that that's that's tough right there. And uh, you know, you look at the the White Sox offense. You know, uh, one one other note here. Uh, you know, uh, left on base, seven men left on base, and they were one for ten with runners in scoring mm. position. Those double plays are a big part of that. But you know, uh, sometimes you just can't get the big hit when you're going up against a good pitcher, and uh, and that's how it goes sometimes. But anyway, they're five to one losers. Uh, unless you got anything else on your notepad here, we'll just we'll just wrap this up. I don't think there's anything else from this game that we can really uh, extrapolate here. Not really. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We preview tomorrow's show. Next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is also brought to you by Bet Online. 
line. It's that time of year again, folks, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half a million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. They're all open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. That's where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th during the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. The dog days of August may be behind us, and the Sox certainly have some work to do here, but let's face it, folks. Big lead in the AL Central. You want to have something interesting to put your money on every night. Make things a little more fun with the White Sox. Go to Bet Online for all your latest odds on the Sox. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online, your online sports book, your online sportsbook experts, and don't forget our promo code locked on at Bet Online. That's promo code locked on at Bet Online. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. You know, with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models of automobiles, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts your car's ever going to need. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or is it an EX? Then you say, well, I'm not sure about that. Then you have to go back outside and check your car, and you've had your car for years, and you should know what it is by now, but you don't. So you wait for the person behind the counter to check their inventory and order the parts that only their warehouse has. Why would you do that when you have access to a vast catalog of inventory right there on your phone in your pocket at rockauto.com? I already mentioned a clear example of why you save time by going to rockauto.com and not to one of those chain stores. But did you know that those chain stores, they'll often charge you 30% more, 50% more, or even double for the same parts at their stores or, God forbid, a car dealership. You're going to get better prices at rockauto.com. For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 listed at a chain store. RockAuto.com, only $216. And best of all, Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They've been a sponsor and a friend of this podcast for two seasons now. You see, because Rock Auto's prices are always going to be reliably low for everyone, for the do-it-yourselfers and the professionals. And it's not only the prices or the convenience. They also have everything that you're going to be looking for. Go in there take a look for yourself. If you need brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, they've got you covered at rockauto.com go in there and explore their easy to use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and do us a favor right locked on and there how'd you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game, and you follow the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the finale in Oakland. It is going to be an afternoon game. 
later on today for the Sox and A's. So that means we will break it down after. Uh, but because of the schedule of the shows, you, you, you will get that one at midnight tomorrow. And I know it's not a, an ideal situation. It's a 237 first pitch. It'll be Ronaldo Lopez, who's 3-1 and one, with a 208 earned run average against Sean Manaya of the A's. He's 8-9 and nine with a 3-9-1 earned run average. Uh, Sean Manaya, a, a region rat, yes? A Northwest Indiana guy? Yeah. He went to, he went to high school in Merrillville and went to Indiana State University in Terre Haute. So uh, shout out to all the uh, the uh, Northwest Indiana people here, uh, and uh, we were were you at that game with us where there was that huge Sean Manaya contingent? The the, the Manaya family was out there in full force when the A's were in town, even though Manaya was not pitching, but they were all out there. Were you there with I us don't that night? That. No, I was not with you guys. Okay, yeah, we were out there, Shane and I, a couple weeks back, and a huge, huge A's family section there with uh, lots of Manaya uh, jerseys out there. So uh, we will break this one down for you tomorrow, and uh, hopefully cap this road trip with a victory here that that'd be nice i'd feel a lot better about things uh with uh, with this road trip closing out here with, with a victory and it's easily uh, doable here and uh, ronaldo lopez he's certainly been good of late and he's been keeping people in the yard which is huge and i don't know how this uh, ballpark's going to play you know you would imagine it would play a little bit differently in the daytime uh we'll have to see about that but i feel pretty good about the Sox chances uh going up uh, against the a's in the finale here me too. I hope they uh, find a way like they did last year and uh, batter Sean Maniah, uh and find a way to get a victory. That's Sean Maniah, who it was a Jesus Lazardo. I keep on getting them fixed, mixed up, but I believe they also battered Sean Maniah when he did come in the game in the playoff game versus the White Sox last year. So I just uh, hope He's- that left-handed uh, luck continues versus uh this guy let's see yeah so they, they got some of the uh the the matchups here against Manaya and uh, some of the notable ones not many guys in the lineup have uh, had any at bats really against Manaya. Uh, Abreu is uh 0 for 3 against him Liuri actually hitting 667 uh, against mm. him uh so let's see well. especially Liuri is hot lately too so this could be the big matchup there uh, in this game later on today, uh, Cesar Hernandez hits 167 against him, and uh, Yoan has drawn the Ofer as well, Ofer three. So you know, uh, but uh, on the uh, the flip side of that, you know, a lot of guys here in this uh, A's lineup have seen Ronaldo a little bit, but not a ton of success. You look up and down the board uh, against Ronaldo Lopez, Mark Canna hitting 300. And other than that, the only one who's been good is Matt Olson, and you know he's just good anyway. So it's one of those things. And also, I mentioned on yesterday's show, if you keep the the mats in check, uh, you are going to, by and large, do pretty well. Well, the White Sox last night they did not do that particularly well. As uh, you look at what the mats did, uh, Matt Chapman was one for four with an RBI. And uh, Matt Olson also uh, one for four with an RBI. So each of them having RBIs and uh, the big part of their lineup. And if you can't keep them in check, it's going to be tough, especially when you're not playing uh, at your, your 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 smartest level of baseball. But uh, I was thinking of the wrong guy. It was not Sean Manaya. It was uh, well, Jesus Lazaro, who I think subsequently they've traded to Miami. Sean Manaya, I think, uh, got a. Uh, did not play in that whole division series. So, yeah, they... Uh, were you thinking of, oh, I'm Mike Fires? Were you thinking of that guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that ball's still traveling <laughs> off Louis Roberts' back. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know what? I, that's that's all I got. I'm mad. I got my my uh, frustrations out about the dumbass play in that game last night, but it's just one of 162, and they still have an 11-game lead, and we'll, we'll be saying that right until they're, they're uh, swept out of the first round, I guess. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it's too late. I shouldn't begin so. I shouldn't begin so so dark here. Uh, yeah, I'm not man. Saying, not you. You. You're the. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the. You're the guy who already predicted in the World Series. So yeah, can't go back um, like you said early in the episode. Yeah, White Sox Homer boy here. That's me. I got my pom poms here. Love my team. Uh, yeah, that's all I got today. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Or Chris Tannehill at Chris Tannehill. My name is Herb Lawrence at Nerwall23. This is Locked on Socks. Thank you for joining us.